2: In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living.
1: Well, guys, three hundred. Hello, here we are.
0: Happy three hundred, everyone. We are
1: three hundred. The three hundred.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you get the three hundred? How many episodes are there? I guess enough.
1: Yeah. Well, ten years it. Well, nine nine years of sixteen episodes for just the main show, so that's that's one hundred and sixty right there. Plus not plus six for the for the season one. That's one sixty six, and then how many ever episodes of fear there are. So,
2: and plus whatever bonus bullshit that
0: we've done. Also. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. That. There's, there's that.
0: I know. I remember one time we tried to figure out how many Legion of Dudes episodes we had done, and we like numbered four hundred, but there were like so many yeah. ancillary episodes we had also probably done like twice as many as that before we'd gotten there. So,
2: what's great about this stream is the amount of attention that we're all paying to it, the, all of
0: us equally.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to not look at trying to look at the camera rather than look at my screen, but then there's the screen and the camera. So, yeah, there you go
1: speaking of print so did did you uh so you' gonna are you gonna put up your cool Godzilla print
2: yeah that's one of them nice yeah. the, the decision will be which one do I put here behind me gotcha so.
1: oh wait my door is opening hold on what, is, what,
0: this what paranormal is, activity
1: one of the dogs probably bumped it
0: uh, uh, Daryl dogs oh, out no. Yeah. you gotta lay off the Johnny Red-Eye,
3: buddy. Yeah. Oh, I know.
1: So. Yeah, they, when he he was set up, he had uh oh What happened? No nothing. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> um he it, it it was like to get three prints or to get one print, it was almost it was it was like almost the same. So I was just like, yeah, hey, I'll pick 3. I'll send you. I know you wanted the one. And i picked two others." and said,
2: "Yeah." Oh those Godzilla... I'm sorry i was <laughs> um, i i have i have that I was talking about that Mondo Godzilla, we were talking about that mondo Godzilla... yeah those those prints um which are awesome and thank you again um i'm gonna get i'm gonna get one i don't know where to put all of them so i I know I can get do one frame because I know where I can put that, and that'll be right in front of me
1: That's actually. the problem you get so the finale of world beyond.
0: Yeah, wow. Gee, um... That was the finale, all right. I laughed, I cried. I, I wet cried. myself. I laughed, I cried. I mean, there was there were knife fights and hallucinations and fire. I'll just throw out that I liked the finale quite a bit. I, and I they learned to drive a stick. If the show keeps going in this direction, I will be happy. It's more interesting than what happened in the past few episodes, and it left it in an interesting place, so... <laughs>
2: And I think that fight was pretty bad. Yeah, the fight was, <laughs> I, was
1: like, the fight I was like, where's
2: this was. been all
0: season? Yeah. That's why I would
2: shove someone through a wall during a fight. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's do that.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah. I, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, uh, it, it seemed like a lot more happened in this episode than it had happened in the past two or three I mean, we'd have, like, like, it just seemed like step by step by step in these episodes, and in this episode, it's like, okay, we have all this stuff, all these plot points we need to get to, we need all these things we need to do, we'll shove them here at the end, right? To a degree.
2: I mean, I, I wouldn't say I was overwhelmed by anything, just because it's not, the aspirations aren't all that high.
0: I didn't think overwhelmed, I just felt I like maybe over, overstuffed, maybe? be better... Yeah.
2: Again, I like the episode, so I mean, I, I didn't oh. feel like it was overcomplicated. It was just like, yeah, all right, we're jamming a lot of stuff in here, but at the same time, I generally like the episode, so I can't complain too much. We're like, I mean, then this is like what a two-part. There's like an episode before this we haven't even talked about yet. Right. I guess. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, I guess the big, the big reveal in the first, the first episode was it, it just kind of detailing out, um, Huck's deception and just kind of how far down the rabbit hole she was going. And what all was going on there? And then I like the I I like the Felix backstory stuff. I think more than the the Huck stuff. To be honest with you,
0: I think if they put that in earlier in the series, he might have been a more sympathetic character. I agree. like, like, yeah. like meeting his boyfriend, yeah. and you know it really humanized him for me because up to this point, he was just kind of CRM hardline, you know, guy with a man with a mission type thing. It kind of gave him a whole extra layer, in this I think it would have been better served to been better earlier in the series. I
2: but it it would have made been- it tends to lace it throughout because you have that episode where he's a, like a kid and he's all, you know, his parents hate him and all that stuff. And it's like, we just kind of drop that and we never see how he becomes the guy he becomes. And then this episode, it's like, here's a whole bunch of stuff about Felix. And I was like, you could have sprinkled this in throughout the end. Like yeah. I, right. instead we have like, suddenly there's a boyfriend and there's this, you know, this lost love thing. Going. It's like, that's a lot of holding back from the audience. That doesn't really help. Cause like, like we've been saying, I mean, even with the Huck thing, the Huck thing's supposed to be a surprise with him. There should be more transparency. It's, it should be a mystery that he has, like, a boyfriend that he's, you know, not getting be able to see. And like, it's, that's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to be like, you want
0: us to like these people, right? It's like, let us know about them. Right, exactly. You give us something to identify with, something to feel about them. You know, I, I, I felt the same way about, the, 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 like, their dad. You know, if they'd shown their yeah. dad much earlier, I thought it would have yeah. been more of a connective thing with Iris and Hope and stuff.
3: But... That's what I kept waiting for. I thought we were going to get like a lot of flashbacks of them as a family, so you kind of get the sense of why there's just so much urgency for them to find it, right?
2: You, you know what it feels like? It feels like a, like a residual lost show, except it's 2020. Yes, so it's like how are we still doing this? Yes. where you have this like <laughs> you have these like weird mystery box aspects, and it's like I respect what you're trying to do, but. I mean, we can handle some of this storyline or we don't need everything to be a mystery to us. Like you uh-huh. can, you can delve in on the details more. So I don't, and uh-huh. you know, they filmed this whole season. They've had a whole long time to edit everything together. So I don't know if it was just a, I think we've talked about this. We're aware that at least the pilot was refilmed. So I yeah. don't know how much of a, you know, shift they had in the way they're, you know, doling out the story throughout this right. season. But I do wish yeah. that there was a better handle on it overall, given that we can now look back on the
0: entire season. It- I mean, the sta- I'm sorry, the no. stakes are what makes the story, you know. And the stakes are there because there are consequences, right, in the, or conflict in the story. But if I don't really have an identifier or a reason to care about the character feeling the consequences, then why? You know, there's no reason for me to go to take that trip. I'm just, you know, you're just showing me things that aren't congruous. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, like, if, I think this series would have been better served, with a, a little more earlier, you know, a little, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not able to edit myself live on the Twitch, so. that's right. <laughs> But I think if it would have be been better served to give us more of these, like, little bits, like, like Felix and his boyfriend, you know, and, 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 um, and things, and the thing with their dad or whatever, just so we could have a little bit more of a connection to the characters. And then the stakes and the consequences mean a little more to us,
1: right. you know. It, yeah. I, I think the, the one thing about the first episode that I didn't quite get was the bait and switch with Iris. Like for a bit, they made it seem like Iris was the the asset and not hope and because and, and as the problem with it was is it distracted me while I was watching it because I kept watching it going, okay, if if hope is if Iris is the asset, then why have they spent this entire season with Huck getting close to hope and not getting close to mm-hmm. Iris? but it almost seemed like oh the show's trying to be clever and say oh it's really not iris like you or hope like you think it is it's really iris and then no it's really not like it it just seemed like a weird swerve in the middle there to make you think one way and then and then didn't um,
3: it was weird because it's what both of them, right? Like I kind well, the the, of got both that,
1: of that that I at least appreciated I mean, in the yeah. end because it was like, oh, it's really the two of them. It's not real. It's not one or the other, which I thought was actually somewhat clever. But and I still don't know how they're going to beat
3: them with that information. I don't. I, the The other thing is I didn't get that part at
1: all. I don't understand what the motivation, like. I, I don't. I don't quite understand what the purpose of. I, I guess they. I guess the 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 point of it is they find out that Hope is really this. What they think is this ultra genius after they've already pulled the the father over because I guess he's telling the you know he's telling his um his coworker slash lover all about his you know daughters and you know how he talks about how clever Hope is and so I guess that changes it but. Why wouldn't why didn't wouldn't they just go back to the town and just go? Hey, we're gonna take you to see your dad. Why why did why come up with this ruse and like burn the whole place down and kill everyone if they just want to get her over there to to bring her into the fold? Like it just I, the problem I'm having with the show is the motivation for for a lot of this like crazy you know genocide yeah. you know mass extinction thing
3: for a think tank like yeah it just took her
1: i mean they or, want to see their or, dad so like yeah they, you know you don't need to really be tricky about it it's just like hey we're gonna take you to see your dad problems
2: yeah solved. yeah, the, yeah the, the
0: the <laughs> the plan seems overcomplicated. complicated yes yeah. it,
2: it's incredibly overcomplicated. the the yeah. whole when you look at this as a whole as a season my main issue was what was the what has been the point of this journey? <laughs> because it's like yeah. Black shows up with pretty much intentions to burn the whole damn place down to begin with, right? So it's like, right. mm-hmm. I mean, nothing was stopping her for just showing up, you know, mowing down everyone be like, you know, just grabbing the girls again in the chopper and leaving. Like, so I don't know. Like, instead, she's like, let me launch this like manipulative manipulative mind game where I say like, you don't need to leave, but you kind of could if you wanted to, and then they do and then they have to like go find them while they like murder the rest of omaha and it's it's just needles it's just like okay i don't know yeah, we're
0: this so yeah, I, we're going to I, yeah, the whole plan is, just seems kind of hinky to me from from start to finish. You know, we're gonna mat we're gonna get these kid, two girls out of the town because they're super geniuses, but we're gonna massacre the rest of the town. We're not gonna tell anybody, any of the kids or any of them about that. I mean, yeah. that was another thing. Why didn't they tell Huck that they slaughtered everyone back there? She was supposed to be in on it, right? They they really just the the need to know basis thing has gone way too far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, That's the problem just, here. Yeah. I the- didn't. I didn't understand that part of it either. It's like, why didn't they? If she was, if she was part of that, if she's part of this conspiracy, or whatever, then why? they just why didn't she know about what had happened? I it just, also seems like, like Huck would be one of the more accepting people when it comes to mass massacres like
2: across yeah. the world.
0: We're like, so have, she did one herself. Yeah,
2: we like, got <laughs> We got a we got, a, we got a, like a you know an uh, end credit scene of somebody that was involved that just could not handle it that was murdered because of it. Like so, it's like I feel like she's the one that could have probably had a good head on her shoulders about the things that are taking place.
1: Here. Yeah, but but they also made a point of like her going against her superiors because they wanted to. They wanted to kill civilians, yeah, right? which is a part of their stupid fucking plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because now they're like, well, if we did it the easy
2: way where we just took them and murdered everyone, we wouldn't have these residual feelings that characters have now from spending time. But instead, we're like, what if we let them spend time with each other? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, what'd that help with? Well, now I feel more about the people that you're murdering.
0: Like, <laughs> Plus, I mean, they're supposed to be such valuable assets, so you're going to guard them with two people. And yeah. put them out in the wild, not you know. I just you know getting them to their dad. It just it just seems like there are ten easier different ways that could have worked better. Yeah, and I don't, know.
1: I, I don't like. I guess Huck killing the the you know the two people that show up later, um, Tony and um, what's the the nephew's name, uh, Percy. Percy. Um because like I guess they're yeah. yeah they're they're newcomers, and I guess she could justify the fact that. You know, she for, for the greater good of her, her group, she would, you know, she could do that. But then setting Silas up to take the fall, like I don't. Again, it's yeah. it seems off character for if they didn't show her massacring her own soldiers for the sake of civilians, I would be a little more accepting of it. You know, because then they just make her seem like she's kind of like a psychopath or whatever. But mm-hmm. given the fact that she went out of her way to protect civilians over this authoritarian military action, it just seems weird that now she's turned the turned the corner the other direction. It just seems seems weird to me. Yeah.
2: Well, that's I mean, because that's 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 the writing that's driven by plot, not character. Sure. That
1: just sure. Yeah. That shows
2: like that's the like, that's the problem.
1: I, I'm hoping that maybe with the show like they just take almost like they take the L on season 1 and just use season 2 to kind of fix all the stuff that they, you know, maybe went down one path and then realized they need to go down another path. I mean, the the unfortunate thing is it's it's or fortunate depending on how you look at it. It's only a two season show, right? So it's whatever they come back with is <laughs> that's what it's going to be. So, it's not like this, this show has a lot of time to course correct and you know kind of kind of fix things. I mean, it's not uncommon for a show to start as one thing and then, you know, four or five seasons in, it's it's you know, characters have completely different motivations and and things change, but th- this doesn't have the room to 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 move like
0: that. You would think that would be an advantage to the writing where you just, you know, write one big complete story. Yeah, right. You know, in in different parts Rather than, you know, this kind of give and take that we see in a lot of other episodic shows where we have episodes where one or two things happen and then episodes where a dozen things happen. You know, the the pacing isn't, you know, you think if it was all one of one piece, they'd be able to break those pieces down and, you know, tell them more like chapters of a story rather than the way that we're getting them now. I don't know if I'm making any sense here.
1: Yeah, no, it, it. it, uh, it, I mean, it's a finite show, right? So you'd think they would have the, the outline pretty much worked out. And it's not like the, the main show (laughs) or even fear where it's like, we don't know how long this is going to go. It's going to go as long as it goes. This show is like, Nope, it's two seasons. It's 20 episodes. And this is what it is.
2: And the annoying, the annoying thing about that, and I think you might've just kind of said a little bit, but it's, you know, you have a prescribed amount of time. So you'd think, well, clearly they have every intention of what they want to do because they've established this. Yeah. But instead, I mean, just it, it still feels wishy-washy. That.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: agreed. Like if you're going to tell me out the gate we are definitely doing it within this amount of time, that te- I should be feeling well. That's a show that knows what it wants to do. <laughs> and yeah. I just don't get that feeling yeah. right now. I, I I'm sure they have an A and a B and a C, but the you know the path to get there is about as wobbly as you know Iris and Hope's journey through this
1: season. Yeah what's going to be strange. I mean, we're kind of bouncing. It's kind of two episodes. We're kind of bouncing all over, but that, you know, that that's just how we're talking about it. Um, When Silas gives himself up at the end, I'm like, OK, clearly they're going to take him to to this base in New York where they're going to also take hope. And the two of them are going to reunite and be able to plot something or whatever. And it's, I'm like, OK, well, if that's the case, then what was the point of this whole thing? Why didn't they just capture all well, four of them well, and well, just well, take them well, over Russ, there?
2: This, it's going to work out so much better this way, because now instead of their plan, which involved them apparently leaving their home, going across zombie-infested wastelands armed with little but backpacks and sticks and then infiltrating what I imagine is a very secure base so they yeah. can find their father, now one of them will just already be there and the others will just be hunted and probably get caught and escorted inside anyway. I don't know. <laughs>
3: it's really silly yeah. as far as what you think about just what the goal is right now. Yeah, I- yeah cause It's weird. They made that point of showing that guy rebelling Hello? You're here. I are Yeah. We hear you. Go okay. Ahead. They made a point of showing that guy, um, who uh you know like he was against them killing the other uh um town or whatever. Oh right. The one the one
0: confronted uh Julie yeah.
3: character, yeah. And they took yeah. him away to yeah. be yeah. retrained yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was wondering if that was gonna come back up. Like be...
0: You're breaking up. You're going robotic kind of on this there, Doctor Current. Yeah, Daryl's a damn toaster. <laughs> now
2: he's back. He's back now. Okay. We lost what you Dr. just said, Doctor
0: Current. Yeah, we had a little time warp there around you, Doctor Current. Uh, Let's kind see of the rub, Warp again. That's what robot I said. Rub out it out. Yeah, you, know? you kind of robot out it out there, buddy. Okay.
3: What is happening?
1: He's looking at us very confused. Cool.
2: Yeah. When, when Russ edits this, I can't wait.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure he's going to edit the hell out of this. yeah. Uh. I did. I did think it was interesting that Hope put the gun to her own head rather than try to kill Huck.
1: I, I like. I yeah. I thought that was a, I, I, I yeah. I like that move.
0: Um, it gave me like a little bit of insight into that character. Yeah. To like you know, whether you know rather than hurt someone else, she'd hurt herself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she obviously understands her importance or her perceived importance in what's going on. So, if she's out of the equation, then Huck fails her mission and has whatever consequence uh is related to that oh we lost daryl
0: yeah i just i keep having trouble with the the um the the whole like plan aspect of this yeah and then the um um i don't know just and then we find out that a scientist lady is uh dating their dad or whatever yeah right yeah it's gonna make for a great sitcom episode in the second season (laughs) i married a zombie (laughs)
1: <laughs> and then that crazy but i mean obviously she's not dealing with all this because she has that conversation in her lab and they make it seem like uh like the father is on the other side of the glass like the like the other doctor was and she's mm-hmm. just trying to bring up the courage to have the conversation with him about what they're doing um so yeah that 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 yeah
0: so did you actually did you have like an actual recap done, Russ, or we're just going to talk about it like like we are? Or I mean, it's cool either way. I'm just
1: no, asking. I didn't really have a. I, I mean, I took some notes, but I didn't really have a recap. I don't know. It seems like for whatever reason, we've kind of leaned towards when talking about World Beyond, we just kind of talk about it as opposed to yeah, that's true. To kind of uh, to kind of really break it, you know, break it down, you know, spot by spot, but.
0: I did like, um, like the one device I thought I liked a, a better than I thought I would was the, uh, hallucination Percy. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Percy's like hurt or whatever. And, um, I keep wanting to call him young doctor who Elton, <laughs> Elton, uh, Elton, uh, you know, is, 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 is freaking out. And, uh, Percy, uh, you know, makes a hallucinatory version of Percy to help him save the real Percy. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was, that was an interesting device. Um, and I thought Ted Sullivan just Percy was pretty good in this episode. Um, better than I've seen him before. Yeah. So.
1: I, I like the, there was that one bit in that, that I thought was really well done where he's having, where the walkers just like freeze because he's having this internal conversation. You know, he's ha- having a quote conversation with Percy, but because it all takes place in his head and conceivably it takes right. place very, very quickly. It essentially kind of freezes time while he kind of works this out in his own mind. I, I thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, and, and pretty well done uh but
0: uh i like how he's he's like the anti-daryl if you think about it <laughs> yeah. like he, he he kills the zombies in the most inept and, and way possible yeah his, his
1: pocket fisherman and just runs around him in a circle to tie him together
0: i'll tie you up <laughs> and then run away there's
2: there's a line really early on that made me laugh because I wrote, I wrote it down where there um, Iris and Hope are talking about how Elton and Silent, like they're out there and Hope says she's she's scared Elton will freeze to death in his little suit. Yes. <laughs> Just, yes. Like it's so it's so like that sums up the character. Yeah. A his little suit. Like she's acknowledging how ridiculous his costume yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. And he has that episode. He's like, a episode. Little,
2: he's like a little snack there. Right? He's he's going to freeze in his little suit out there.
0: What are Aww. We gonna do? <laughs> Aww. He has that thing where he rips up his mom's manuscript and he's like, No, wait! And then he goes and tries to find it all again. Chases down the pages.
1: Hey, I can uh, relate to that whole, like, that last thing you're trying to pick up and every time you go for it, the wind picks up and blows it away. Like... Like, yeah. I've had that shit happen to me, I don't know how many times, where you go to pick something up, you drop a receipt in the parking lot, and, like, just as you go to snatch it up, the wind kicks it away. Like, uh, Yeah,
2: I don't fall for that shit. As Gabriel Byrne said in Noah's Crossing, there's nothing sillier than a man chasing his own hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was down with the realism, Aaron. I could relate to that. <laughs>
2: That's one of those popular Miller's Crossing references that you get into podcasts that's right. to get yes. more very listeners. Very timely. <laughs> very, very of the moment. Very of the moment. It's literal 30th anniversary. <laughs>
1: yeah. what's, what's sad is that's that's probably one of the more current references we've made on this podcast. <laughs>
0: this what happens when Dr. Current's out of the picture, man. Yeah. I know, I know. He'd,
2: he'd be talking to us about all his TikTok videos and right. His, uh, His Xbox games and
0: everything. (laughs) And his
3: WAPs.
2: (laughs) Uh, Trying to hype up prom for us or something? Yeah. There you go.
1: Did did you guys expect Percy to make it through?
2: I kind of thought he'd die,
3: honestly. I kept thinking that.
2: Yeah. I thought (laughs) he would. It's like the worst for wear. Like, not in that first episode, because that'd be too much if Eldon in his little suit's just there trying to protect him and he dies anyway. But in the next episode, I would would have thought he'd sacrifice himself, honestly. (laughs) It's like, he's already... Well, and then when when
1: he finds Silas... And then he yeah. he runs up to him. I thought I thought okay he that that he left him behind. That was it. And then they you know look over and it's like no he's in this little you know radio flyer wagon. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we would have gotten a scene of Elton pulling him in that wagon because that that talk talk about the little engine that could. I mean that little guy trying to pull <laughs> trying to pull that wagon full of. Uh, I guess it's more realistic than him grabbing grabbing him by his collar and and pulling him across the ground. But
0: well, at least you found a wagon. Yeah,
1: but I, I I did. I I didn't think he would make it through all this. Um, uh, and I was curious if they would just do the whole like he's like his he plays his conscious moving forward like he's the just the voice that he uh you know sees sees that isn't really there kind of thing, but. Looks like he's gonna be around for a while. Magically, he doesn't seem to need antibiotics after being shot, whereas everybody else in the Walking Dead, five minutes after they've been shot, starts running fever um, and and needs antibiotics almost immediately. But but uh, but old Percy's a trooper.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I like the the idea of putting barbed wire on the uh, the zombies. It kind of reminded me of when they taped the uh, um, razor blades to the zombie's hand on Fear. Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah. All right. Trying to come up with new and interesting ways to weaponize zombies. I thought that reveal that Huck
1: actually whacked him with the with the yeah. sword was was pretty cool too because I was I wasn't expecting that. I just really thought like they set up the whole barbed wire thing and you know that, that they were kind of all over the place and it was totally plausible that he would have gotten whacked. I thought for a minute like oh is he just saying it's barbed wire and they're going to find out he's really bit.
2: Yeah, that's uh, and I think and I think the show I wanted really I think the show wanted you to think that too, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it was a little like oh, she just knocked him she in the leg, like all Whacked right, him. good shot. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's her thing, so not too surprising, yeah. I
1: suppose. So. But I don't know it, it 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 it's turning her into just a like that, that's the part too that kind of at the end I didn't. I didn't get with her character because, you know, she she talks to Julia Armand's character, the Colonel, and is is like, oh, uh, you know, what about the town, or oh, you know, I could take, you know, the others, I could take care of them, and you know, that you should have left bad. it to me. It's it's like she's kind of waffling back and forth about like what what she really wants to do or not, but she clearly set up Silas, knowing that they were going to boot him or he or kill him or whatever, and then she she hobbles you know poor felix so it's like i mean i, I don't know just, i just I mean, we've we talk about the writing issues with that character all all season and I, I i don't think that these couple episodes have done much to to really turn it around i was really hoping after the episode we got with her where it revealed you know when she was the soldier and and when you know we got her backstory and stuff that that was kind of going to be a turning point for her and it just doesn't seem like it was i don't know
2: I, I just don't think they know how to manage it. That's the I mean they they wanted to set up this kind of tricky role and proceed a certain way. But by the time you get to that reveal, they still didn't have a handle on writing that, that character in a manner right. that kind of that managed to like fit both worlds, fit the character we've fit the character we've come to know because that character was already an issue for us and then fit this new character because you don't have time to really explore that. Granted, we have context, we have the information we need, but in terms of either relating to that character or <laughs> having any kind of emotional like connection to it, whether it's anger or not, like it just it wasn't fully formed in a way that made for a satisfying show outside of like action stuff
1: that she does. So, right? Let me ask you this. Do you, do you guys think this is like a failure of the showrunner? Or do you think this is just like you know, failure of writing or it's
0: yeah yes
1: oh,
2: yeah I, I was just it, it's I think it's largely writing but at the same time I mean it's TV
0: so it's not like a tour driven like sure it's, sure like, it's,
2: every, it's everybody <laughs> like it's everybody's
0: fault <laughs> I just I guess I, I came in with the expectation that if you're gonna have a limited series you would have a limited story to tell in mind Yes, and a limited time frame you know and that you would plan that story ahead of time so you would you know Pay off things that you would start early on, and things like that. Much the same way I thought they would plan out uh, the new Star Wars trilogy, but that didn't work out either. Yeah. So I mean, because it,
1: it's you know, creators are listed as uh, Gimple and Negretti. Isn't isn't Negretti the showrunner for this? Yes,
2: yeah. I believe so. Mm. I mean, it's but it's it's not about plans all the time. Like there's like, so many things that have happened well and could. And, uh, came together in ways that weren't, like, intent from the beginning with. You can look at the MCU in that manner. I mean, but... Sure. It's just... I feel like, obviously, we don't have the full story, but I honestly think whatever happened at the beginning of all of this that led to, you know, a change of directors, reshooting the pilot, I think that had clear ramifications on the rest of the season. I think oh that's yeah. the, oh, yeah. the problem
1: it, here. It almost, like... I don't really want to get into a... a... Um,
2: speculation war.
1: No, I no, I don't want to get into a like you know this show's better than that show or problems with one show, but it it almost feels a little bit like season one Star Trek Discovery, where it's like they went down one path and then it's like they've spent seasons two and three changing course from where that show you know what that show was doing in season one, specifically with all the Klingon stuff and everything. It's it's almost like they got midway through that season and. Or, and then in season two, and just decided, okay, like, yeah, we're past all that. Like, we're going to go in this direction now. And so, again, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I'm kind of hoping that maybe that's what we see more in season two is them, you know, kind of acknowledging the shortcomings or what, you know, what the critics are saying or what people are saying about this season and using that as an opportunity to kind of shore it up for season two. So
2: clearly i mean you yeah you don't go into the next season being like well we nailed that one like i think it's very <laughs> clear that there is you know obvious credit like it's not the most well reviewed thing i mean i get that like when we have in our comment section i know that the uh listeners are a little more uh favorable uh than what we've seen and again i like season finale for the most part i just think there's a lot of questionable choices that led up to it that it make it as more i think we're more reflecting on the season as a whole now too and not just like the individual episode but i mean I, I think it's very clear that we've been pretty critical of the show as a whole, and you know, regardless of how successful it might be at the end, as far as setting up the next season and delivering on some actiony stuff, there have been there have been problems. There have been problems that are very hard to like talk around yeah. and not acknowledge.
1: And I, honestly, if they can, I think if they make good on some of the stuff that they're looking to do in in season two, I think it, I think it can it can make up for it. I'm really intrigued. By the this group of rebels or defectors or whatever you want to call them, like Will and his crew that show up at the end, I, I thought that was uh, that was you know really well done. And it especially you know we got more backstory from Felix and Will in the previous episode, so to see him come back at the in the finale at the end to kind of have this group of of freedom fighters or whatever they are to to kind of formulate a plan, I'm assuming and and deal with this. Um, I I, that makes me hopeful for I, I I think one of the one of the issues with 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 it is this has been just this tight group of, you know, this tight cast. You know, we've had these six people and then, okay they brought in two more for a couple episodes and then everybody else is kind of in a flashback for the most part. And the fact that they're kind of it looks like they're opening it back up. Or they're gonna open it back up in season two with this group of rebels, and then whatever's going inside the the compound that they're gonna get into. It, I'm hoping that that kind of uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by what they can do with that, um,
0: and not just and make I only this watched, a road trip. I, only, I only watched it once. Wasn't there an allusion to like another government, or like another like governmental, or another like rival? System of some sort. I guess I have to go back and watch it because in my notes I wrote it and I can't remember exactly where it was in the episode they mentioned it.
1: Well, I mean, they talk about Portland. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the other city. Yeah, the other we know city. The three cities. I can't recall either, Jim. If there's some other. That's cool. I'll, I'll see if I can find yeah. it. But I thought they made a, a like. It was like an offhand line. I was like, "What? Really?" But, anywho,
1: It's just I, this whole CRM thing is is a strange because it's if the, if their plan is to kind of rebuild the world and rebuild civilization and to figure things out like why would you t- i mean who's to say that in that in in the you know the university town or in the beginning that there wasn't another genius there or there wasn't other smart people like i don't understand i i don't understand right. why would they okay they took her out they needed to just like scorch earth that place so that there were no, quote, witnesses or no in- anything else going on. Like, it just, it, it I, I don't understand why they wouldn't think that anybody else there wouldn't have a purpose or a skill or something that they, they could use. Like, that, that part just, I, I don't know. I, it, yeah, it just, I, I don't know if they just had no intention to go back there. Um, and so, you know. Uh, I, I, they would just leave it open. And I, I don't know. I mean, to me, I guess I, I don't think it changes much of the story if they, um, if they left that town intact, right? Like, I don't think it really alters that much to what they're going to do other than making them out to be like completely evil a-holes, but, and, and, you know, maybe that's what's part of it, but it just seems like this is a pretty well old machine. And, and how, you know, how do you expand if, if every time you come across people, you take two or three and then you just like discard the rest. Like that, that's the part that I don't get.
2: My, um, my bigger issue with the CRM might be just, I don't find it very interesting at all. Yeah. That's all a big part of what rust, everything that you're saying essentially, but it, it doesn't help (laughs) that you have, you know, these figures or the father, Experiments, all of these things are factors in what's going on, and yet I can't find myself caring about it. Uh, partly because I just I don't care whatever result they're going to have. Because again, I've, I've already I've already stated that if the if the goal is we'll make a cure, that does not interest me at all in a zombie. Oh shit.
1: yeah, i no, hundred percent.
2: I don't care about cures. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like you've lost me there if that's the actual goal. But you're also withholding whatever goal is. So for the time being. You're giving me cryptic clues about stuff that just does not interest me whatsoever right now. Like, you've not made any case for that. I hope season two obviously is going to delve into that more, but for the time being, the CRM and, and Stanley Klubleck, um just don't do much for me.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, what does the cure get you at this point? Like, okay, so now if somebody gets bit, they don't die? Like, okay, I mean, that that's not really a key point of the show anymore, like, in any any of the shows.
2: Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I mean, it's against the basic mantra of, of what Robert Kirkman established to be, sure. let alone zombie, let alone zombie media to be in general. Yeah. Like none of these are, very rarely is it about the answer. It's always about the life that you live now that things have changed.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. ultimately, what, okay, so they find a cure tomorrow, and and that's what happens. Like, what does that change? Like, there's still threats, you know. The, the threat of the walkers are still out there. The threat of the people are still out. like it doesn't change anything other than just distract, you know, from from that part of the story. So yeah, I totally agree. It doesn't it doesn't add anything. To be
0: sure, should I, should I go ahead and read the uh, big Mo's? or you know, wait on that? Or
1: yeah, we can. Do we want to do? Our, usually we do our big Mo's first, and we want to do our big Mo's? Sure. How do we want to do this? Do we want to do them separate, or do we want to just give one big mo for both both episodes?
2: I, th- I think we'll do let's do separate. We'll do one for the first episode, second episode, then the season overall.
1: Ooh, look at you so, getting all so
2: three big so three big moes getting
1: all complicated. Um. All right. So, Mister New since this is your plan, why don't you go first? Um. What's this? one? the deepest
2: the cut? deepest cut? This 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 mm-hmm. Elton episode. Uh, for the most part there's a lot of stuff happening that one I, I give like a, like three big mos. like it because I, I like I like seeing Elton's stuff I like him like out in the world and the hallucination stuff like that stuff was working for me um, so like that was it was fine and there's like a fight. There's some fight stuff in there that I enjoyed as well. Um, the next one, I guess, is a three and a half big modes like that, which I presume is the highest the highest amount of big modes I've given for this season for an episode because I I do think in the midst of all the storytelling issues that I've had that are more about adding up over the course of the season, this episode as a whole, yeah, it's throwing a lot of stuff at you, but I do like little moments or even big moments like the giant fight between Huck and Felix. Even though, at the end of the episode, she's like, you're aces, man. It's like, you were just trying to kill me. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Now is not the time for a compliment. Or when, like, Ooh. Huck gets back and, um, and she's still trying to put on the charade, even though they're all aware that she's lying to them. It's yeah. Like, you know, wires across, man. It's like, stop bullshitting us. And they pull guns on yeah. her. It's like, the little, like, stuff like that. I didn't, There's an immediacy to that kind of stuff. Where it's like, yeah, let's just do away with the bullshit and just start having more yeah. fun with it. So that's like stuff like that made me just enjoy that episode more. It was more watchable to me. So three and a half big Moe's. The season overall, like a two and a half big Moe's, and that's stretching it as it is. Because I do think there's potential here. I do think there's a lot of stuff that could work if they arranged it better. But it's just not clicking very much at all right now. So or, or at least for most of the season. So it's like hopefully it gets back on track in the you know season two to deliver something that will you know lead to a. I guess, an exciting giveaway to the Rick movie that apparently this is supposed to all build. To, yeah. So.
1: Dr. Kern, are you still with us? Or are you still current with us?
0: I thought I heard you thought him a minute ago. Let me hear Oh, well, then give us your, big, your mo. big
1: mo's. Give us your big for the deepest cut in yeah, this I'm life little... and the season as a whole.
3: Oh, uh, God. Um, I guess I could... I, I, I guess two two big mo's I mean I really just I don't get the motivations for half the characters in this this show so far so I don't even the big reveal it didn't feel like a big reveal we kind of knew they were both smart but that was the (laughs) point so yeah it'd be it's just two two big mo's two
1: across the board
3: yeah gotcha
0: I uh, give the first episode two and a half because I like the I liked uh, the Percy. This is the most I've liked the Percy character since the inception of it of him. And I give the second episode a three and a half because I enjoyed it. Probably the best of any of the episodes of this series so far. And then I give the entire first season so far probably a two, just because it's not really clicking for me in a lot of ways and a lot of. Uh, plot discrepancies for me, a lot of character motivation discrepancies that really don't make sense. Some things are just straight-up dumb that really bother me. The whole wolf scene, I keep going back to mm-hmm. Um, in the school. So, you know, they, on my they old... walked,
2: Jim, they walked around them.
0: <laughs> I know. I was I was secretly hoping they would she would have like one of those three wolf sweatshirts on underneath, and that was what gave her the power. Nice. But no such luck. Um, so, yeah, for the whole season so far, though, too, I'm I'm not really impressed with it so far. Um, there are bits and pieces I like here and there. There are character bits I like here and there. But overall, generally, I, I'm not really fond of the show. Sorry.
1: No, man. I will give these two episodes a pair of threes. So I, I think to me, they were both fairly equal mm-hmm. as far as overall. I think, that, you know, there are good moments and the moments that – Built him up in moments that pulled him back down. The, again, the fight, the Huck and Felix fight at the uh, in in this life, I thought was really really well well done. I was again, yeah. You know, where was this the whole season? Because I thought it was it was well choreographed. I thought it was brutal enough. Um, I, I I was digging it. The fire, you know, the whole the whole it had everything. Um, the season as a whole, yeah, I think I'm at a two and a half. I'm right at like the halfway mark with with it. Um, I think the one thing I will say is I think this show has a lot of potential. Um, I, I think, I, and I'm really hopeful that that season two is able to, to kind of pull it off and do um, and, and kind of fix the, the, the issues they had, they had with this season and, and, and make it kind of a, a, you know, I'm hoping that when we get to this point at the end of season two, we're like, yeah, we'll give this season a three and a half or, a, you know, a four. Um, but but
0: <laughs> that's your hope. Wow, that's my hope. Like a <laughs> aim high, aim high, Rob. That's right. Shoot for the stars, buddy.
1: Yeah, and and hopefully it doesn't get us there because it's like you know some kind of crazy Rick movie uh, setup that they're using just to kind of goose it. But uh, but no, I I just I, like I said, I hope they kind of use this as basically okay, this is the setup, and then the payoff is going to be all worth it. So that's where we're at. So. What are, what are the what are the what are the audience what are our big moes from, from the Facebooks?
0: Well, we got a few on the Facebook group here. We start right off with Darren Appel. Three point five, it's but a flesh wound out of five. Stand by me is finished for the season. And <laughs> let's hope they can bring it all together in one remaining season. I'm hoping Rick may make a cameo in the final episode before they slide into the movies. I would like to see a Michonne versus Huck meeting, but I fear it would not go well for Jennifer. Yeah. I, would, I could see that. Uh, Kevin Barry wrote in, two little Mos out of five. I continue to like the ideas for the different stories, but the writing and ex- execution continues to not live up. Uh, I enjoyed the fight scene, and I am glad to see that part of the road trip ended with a helicopter ride. <laughs> but the meeting in the woods at the end was just about a bad plot device to bring together a new group of rebels into the mix and to give Felix a reason to smile again. Thanks, as always, for the podcast, and enjoy the break. Thanks, Kevin. Yukiyoshi Sawada. And for people who watch me on video, I really do. Ah, take a drink before reading one of his. Uh, five telltale choice bars out of five. Clementine lives, Yukiyoshi. Uh, okay, so a lot happened in these episodes. So I think it'd be cleaner just to go by group. And as much as I'd love to see the best characters for last, it makes more sense to start with the Elton's party. The boys. If I hadn't said it yet, i say it now. Elton is my favorite. Elton being upset that his mom resorted to violence to a mother and her young child is the kind of person Elton is. Logic over emotion. He's our Vulcan. Him believing Percy instantly that Hulk killed Tony is another sign of this. Or maybe he's just more loyal to Sil- Silas. Segway, Silas telling Elton he's, the best friend, he's his best friend was wonderful. Along with Percy even saying, you don't have to do this, man. Uh, I'm sure if he possessed just... As just wondering, he'll be taken back to CR safely. Can't wait to see where the boys go from here. Six. The Expendables. Felix's party. So I don't mean to tell Felix how to get hurt, but I would think it would be easy to tell when you cut yourself on a wire and when a spear goes downwards <laughs> on you. But hey, what do you do, yeah. man? <laughs> I find out a character that Iris would not go into a room just because she was told not to. Uh, that is true. Uh, the splint she made for Felix was kind of cool. The pass back. So we finally get to meet Will. I like him. Felix having a control problem is something I never really noticed. But yeah, it totally checks out when you go back and watch him. Uh, Carrie was right there. Both special. Uh, Hope and Iris are two halves of one coin. I hope someone gets fired for this when CR finds out they need both. (laughs) The other two, Hope's party. I'm pretty sure Hope stopped trusting Huck after she killed Walter. On that note, for someone so smart... Wouldn't the best plan be to tell Felix and Iris your plan? That way you can interrogate Huck and have backup instead of uh, instantly instead of a half day away. Uh, that does make sense. Uh, though she did take out a horde, and for that she gets points. Uh, the Endlings full party. I really like the fight between Felix and Huck. The fight was not one-sided, as one would think. Huck doesn't, Huck doesn't want to kill Felix, and Felix, who I'm sure would kill Huck to protect the girls, is hindered by his leg. Great fight. Hope of the gun reminds me of Telltale Season 2, where Clementine must choose between Kenny and Jane. <laughs> I chose the right choice. Leo starting not to trust uh, CR is fantastic. The CR heads. How do these people start, smart people, keep figuring us out? It makes no sense. Uh, we'll start showing up with what I think are rebels looking to take out the CR. On that note, Trevor. Zach Ball, a recurring savior extra from The Walking Dead, makes an appearance at the end of the episode as one of the survivors in Will's group. Huh. Happy 300, everybody. Let's prove Elton and be around for another more more than 15 years. ken Well, thank you. Thanks. Uh, Mike Jones also wrote in. Uh, well, it's been crazier, so I won't be done with the episode until tomorrow night. We have about 20 minutes left. First episode of Almost All of Two, Four Big Moes. The way Huck t- pretended to blow up a tire was a pretty big stretch. It would have been better to just have her wreck the truck. I've never seen a military vehicle tire fixed with nursing home supplies <laughs> until tonight. Uh, the Felix flashbacks felt like filler to me. I think in the first episodes they really did great with him, but now it's more of a Hey, Me Too vibe. Showing his boyfriend running from the soldiers left me wondering where Hope and Iris's dad was at that point. Is he evil too? Uh, Elton and Percy's scene reminded me of the Daryl Murrell episode back in the day where Daryl is hallucinating Percy or Daryl is hallucinating uh, Percy being alive was a welcome surprise for me Huck knew the moment she heard about him on the radio that the gig was up uh, as mentioned in podcast 299 they really went overboard making Silas to be some kind of Frankenstein monster he deserves to be redeemed uh, for me the show is as fun as the first few seasons of The Walking Dead were I think Daryl fell asleep Listen, <laughs> I don't see <laughs> two seasons being enough I like these characters a lot thank you so much for writing in guys we really appreciate it thank you for listening we appreciate that as well yeah. uh, we are on break now of course for a while till fear comes back season by the way we got confirmed season 7
2: yeah fear season fear. 7
0: yeah. forgot to mention that
2: I'd like to think we played a big role in that yes it was all it was all us if not us who
1: is really the question if if not when if not now when right right (laughs) well cool um well yeah thanks everyone for for listening for all these years I mean again 10 plus years with this podcast alone 300 episodes um it's a lot uh it's a lot to podcast
0: Yeah, no thanks to that Brad Milo. Yeah, you know him. Yeah,
1: who?
3: Yeah, I was waiting for
1: it. I was waiting for it. Um,
0: I jumped in before for Aaron.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but thank thanks again, everybody. Hopefully, um, as we record this, it's you know early December. It looks like what early mid February when we come back. Um, for the second for the for. 10c of the main show um we still don't have any word on part two of season six of fear right like they haven't announced the air date for 6b i I would
2: if i had to guess assuming they filmed it we have the six episodes in february the end of february so i'd probably say april
1: right yeah unless they plan on keeping the twofer you know doing both uh i'm kind of hoping they
2: oh i see what you're saying so like they wait till what the end? or what? Oh, do it at the same. Time. Yeah,
1: so like we get we get ten C and six B at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I would think if that was the case, they would have announced that already. Like you know that it's come. I
2: would think so too. That's
1: like why. it's coming back. You know both. You know both in you know both in the same night kind of kind of things. So.
0: Yeah, I IMDb does not have a uh, date. Yeah. listed for the second half.
1: So I guess we'll see. Um
2: But yeah, I guess about the date. Here's a question: Did they already film season two of World Beyond?
1: I don't think Good. so.
2: You think they did it? I mean, I imagine it's two seasons, so I, they probably wouldn't do it at the same time, right? They probably take the time off. But yeah. just just curious if that because you know then they could do the same thing they did here. That said, normally we'd
0: have regular Walking Dead, but that's been delayed all the way till next. October, yeah.
2: whenever it's
0: supposed yeah. to come out. So, yeah. plus uh, there's that other uh, thing going on that may have slowed everything down and taken everything off schedule. What was that? Um, okay.
1: I'm, I know. I I'm just, I'm
2: just okay, I flip
0: what,
1: what their plan is right because now. I mean, Beyond. Like I mean, they finished. I mean, they filmed that quite some time ago, right? I mean, I think they finished filming that show over a year ago.
2: That's that's why I'm still curious yeah. if they did in fact film like at least film the footage they needed for season two. Yeah, I don't know since it's supposed to be all the same time, or else you know you're gonna have Elton six feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got a beard. <laughs> the, 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 they'll have a Walt situation where they have to you know make him even more magical and get him off that damn <laughs> island. Yeah, because uh, my my thought is like okay, six episodes in February. They probably would have announced Fear by now if they're going to be at the same time. So I kind of doubt that. Yeah. So I'd assume it's either going to be directly after it. Um, like, you know, that's the build up into the end of that season. And so you do that in April. Or they wait all the way to what, like August? And then they have like the the rest of that season that runs right into the premiere of Walking Dead proper. Yeah.
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would think at this point if they haven't even started filming World Beyond yet that we probably don't get. We probably don't get World Beyond until probably 2022, right?
0: Mm. It's a good oh, possibility. I mean, they haven't started the movies at all yet, right? No. Oh, no, I mean, don't worry, though. Yeah. Gimple
2: says the movies are going to be amazing. They're coming. It, not only are they coming, they're going to be great. Yes.
1: Oh, of course. And they, You won't know what movies are after. keep saying they as well. <laughs> they will be great. Yes. Yeah, they.
0: Until it's He's got all Until it. it's
1: it. It will be great. It will be fine.
0: The Walking Dead Cinematic Universe. Uh, yeah. You're going
1: to feel stupid after
2: it
0: because you're like, why did I like other movies before these? <laughs> what are movies after that? Yeah. That's what, that would be a total It's point. going to redefin- redefine cinema as a, as a genre.
1: It'll be a Fathom event thing. So technically it'll be in the cinema. We'll see.
0: Huh. I just want to thank everybody for listening. And I want to thank you guys for showing up every week and talking to me about zombies.
1: Yeah, well, mostly, mostly, mostly every week. I can't, I can't say yeah. every
0: week. But. I mean,
2: circumstances have made it a lot easier for me to come every week. Yeah. I can tell you that
0: right, much. Right. No, seriously, I like, I like, uh, hanging around with you guys. Yeah, man. About the about the zombies, it's been a fun, fun ride. Yeah,
1: it's been. Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll uh, we'll find something to talk about between now and February. Hopefully, I think. Uh, I think at least for me, work work wise, I think things are going to kind of calm down a bit. So things will things will be a little more even keel. Maybe we can get back and and do the comic episodes like we keep we've been talking about for what two years now. We're going to do all we're going to do uh, the Whisper War.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you, now you'll have a lot of notes. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Any. We got any any questions
0: out there for the few people that are still here? Is there anyone who no. wants to submit it?
1: We didn't have any questions.
0: Well, see, I don't see. I asked a while ago, no questions.
2: Well, we could ask you. I'm just asking again as we wrap everything up here. We get some last-minute things.
0: Anybody we have did. anything? Want to, uh, we didn't have
2: anything in the comments, right, as far as questions?
0: Yeah, just we uh, just what I read from uh, the Big Moes. Yep. Although I see my uh, beloved Pittsburgh Steelers have now ruined their perfect record no, they're by not, losing to the wa- to the Washington team. Yeah, no. bummer. I wish I cared.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All I really care about is this. Everybody's to be depressed now.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah, but you it's going thinking- to be a real
2: stark contrast from the rest of how you're feeling.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Any other year, if they were eleven and one, everybody, oh my god, it's so great! But because they lost one this late in the season, everybody's gonna
3: be sad. Yeah. So.
0: But hey, maybe you guys can do that side uh, mondo podcast you were talking about. We need we need to
1: do a <clears throat> do a four K a four K Blu Ray podcast is what we need to do.
0: <laughs> I feel like we already have people here who
2: do that. I can I can talk about how um how amazing Sicario looks in four K.
1: I was very I impressed. Like
2: it was a really ridiculously good looking picture.
1: I watched I, I watched Blade the other night.
3: Oh
2: my
1: god, Blade looked great too. Blade Blade looks pretty good. Are we still recording?
3: <laughs> We're still on. We're still
1: on. Right, I guess we'll I'm wrap not,
2: well, it up. Speaking of speaking of which, though, that I watched Dawn of the Dead on 4K. Oh my god, it looked great. Was really? So happy. Wow. Yeah.
1: Have you watched which 2001 yet?
2: Not yet. No, oh. I'm saving it. <laughs> I got time. But that, but that, that uh, imported European edition of Dawn of the Dead. Oh, the, the original Dawn of the Dead.
0: Oh, I was going to say so the
2: original of or the Snyder. The original. Yeah, the, huh? the original. Yeah. Um, oh man, I knew that existed. Opening opening frame when she's in front of the you know the red carpet on the wall. Because oh well! Right away, it's like like popping colors are just killing you. The
1: reds, oh, yeah, the with each with the HDR and the color, the reds and the greens are are like phenomenal. Like those those stand out more than any of the others.
0: Cool, but I can I didn't even know that existed. So excellent! That's my favorite zombie movie of all time. Probably one of my yeah, one do. of my favorite movie movies of all time. The um, you know, the 4Ks are region free, but the Blu-rays are
2: it's still region because it's a UK import so uh, you could you could watch the 4k if you if you have a region free player you can watch all the bonus stuff that they added to it also but that,
0: yeah that's nice but it was worth it <laughs> <laughs> I keep meaning to go take a picture of the Romero statue at Monroeville Mall and I never get around to it it's right up the road I should probably less crowded now
3: I would think so yeah well,
0: you know there aren't zombies walking around.
1: True. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Where, um, so Aaron, where can folks find you on the net? I am all over the place. You can find me writing about movies
2: on leadsofentertainment dot com. I'm on wisablue dot com, writing about Blu-ray reviews and 4K reviews. I'm on Variety, doing some occasional film intervie- filmmaker interviews, which we'll pick up more next year. And I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. You can also find me talking about movies on a weekly basis on the podcast I co-host with my friend Abe. It is called Out Now with Aaron and Abe. Uh, we talk about the movie releases, commentary tracks, and other fun. We just talk about Mank, which totally manks. It's a very good movie. It's um, mank. Mancta- it's
1: manktacular.
2: Yeah. The best part of Mank is when Mank is all manking to the other parts of the, the mank, and then he all up in Manx on the floor. It's great. I was going to say,
0: Manx all over the floor and then he makes a manky comment about it.
2: Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we, we talk about all kinds of movies and stuff and that's a lot of fun. So that's on
1: iTunes and everywhere we can find podcasts. Cool.
3: Dr. Current,
1: in your disembodied voice.
3: Yeah. Uh, you can find me on the Twitters at the voice one, two, three, always ahead of the game. And, uh, you can hear me and, uh, Jim and Donnie knocking out all that uh, TV news, TV and movie crazy news every week, uh, along with uh, me and Russ and uh, Hassan uh, uh, talking all things Batman. Um, so you can check all that stuff out at the com.
1: Mr. Dietz.
0: Well, you can catch me as Mister Dr. Curran said over there on Nothing's On every week. We just recorded a new episode. It should be up soon. Uh, also on Taylor Network Podcast you can catch me on The Players Club our monthly look at video games. Uh, next episode we're going to be all about Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, all three of us are playing it and we'll have a lot to say plus we're going to run down our best games of the year. our uh, big, you know, Disappointments, all that fun end of the year stuff you expect from your your fun video game podcast. Also, you can check me out at show dot com and the Brandon Peter Show on uh, uh, Apple, iTunes, and whatnot. Uh, every week, we're doing an episode of Space nineteen ninety nine on the old Space Show. Uh, we just did a little mini marathon over Thanksgiving holiday, which was cool. And now we're back on the uh, every Wednesday. Uh, that episode goes up, so that's a lot of fun. Check it out. That show makes. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes, we try to make it up as much as we can, and There's always so man. You to be so manky with Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. Yes.
1: <laughs> and I'm Manktacular on this here uh channel at HHWLOD.com dot com uh for the Walking Dead TV podcast. Um and then as Mr. Taylor said over at Gotham by Geeks where we talk all things the Batman, um which is a lot of fun. Um so yeah, until next until next time. Thanks everyone. I don't have a uh, anybody have a till till uh
0: before there's no and there's no room in hell in the dead walk of the earth, remember, when you're three hundred episodes old, look as good, you will not. Agreed.
1: Thanks everybody. Bye bye.